Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're so happy to have you here this morning. Uh, we want to uh, uh, invite you to come again if it's the first time that you've been on the call. Uh, if you're a regular here on the call, we want to ask that you forward that uh, text reminder on to other folks and invite them, or if you just want to share that call number with them, uh, we would encourage you to do that. This morning, our devotional will be led by Jacob James, and I'll turn it over to Jacob now. Thanks, Michael. Good morning, everybody. Um, yeah, this morning uh, I was reading the book of Acts. So it's kind of off topic here, but um, well, not really. Um, you know, I've realized that we need each other. We've always needed each other. And uh, in the book of Acts, uh, there was a story about a, a Roman centurion, and he was seeking God with all his heart. There's one missing piece of the puzzle. And that was somebody had to tell him about God. And God had to use somebody that was willing to go to him and tell him and share with him. And there's people in our community, people in our work, people in our very own families, who may be seeking God. But the question is, who's going to tell them? And so God used a disciple named Peter to tell him. And right now, we are the current generation disciples, and we need each other. There was a mayor in the 1930s, in the 1940s, he was in uh, New York City. Um, he had the name LaGuardia, and if uh, you're like me, uh, you've probably heard of the airport LaGuardia. Um, but before he was the mayor, before he had a famous airport named after him, LaGuardia was a judge in New York City during the Great Depression in the 1920s. And uh, one day he had 101 cases to handle in a single day. And the very first case was a woman, a mother, accused of stealing a loaf of bread. And LaGuardia asked her, how do you plead? And she said, Your Honor, if I didn't steal that bread, my children would starve. And I couldn't let my children starve. And then the owner of the store yelled out to LaGuardia, LaGuardia, don't you let her off. LaGuardia, if you let her off, then I'm done. And every business owner that owns the market in this city is done. Because now every hungry, starving person in the city will think it's okay to steal. LaGuardia, you can't let her off. And LaGuardia said, ma'am, I can't let you off. In fact, I'm finding you $100. And then he looked out at the remaining people in the courtroom, the other 100 cases. And he said, I'm finding each of you $1 for allowing your neighbor, for allowing a mother and children in your very own community to starve to the point she had to steal a loaf of bread. And then in one of his most famous speeches ever, LaGuardia made this comment. He said, each of us need all of us. I have a hunch that LaGuardia may have spent some time with God that morning. I think LaGuardia felt God's heart. And he knew what, was, what mattered to God. You know, the Bible uses the word each other. 100 times in the New Testament. And maybe, 
Maybe LaGuardia that morning. Maybe you read Galatians 6 too. It says carry each other's burdens. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And I have a friend, and every morning when he prays, he says the same prayer. Lord, make me useful for someone today. God, will you use me today? God, can I be necessary to someone today? And you never know who that person may be. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a stranger. God loves to use you. A few weeks ago for me, it was my very own wife. And we needed each other. You see, my wife came home from work in tears. She said something really sad. She said, I hate my job. That was a sad moment for me because as a second grade teacher for over 20 years, my wife has always found joy in her job, and I saw that joy in her. But you're ever in a moment when you have to talk to someone, whether it's they're depressed about something, or they, maybe they did something wrong. Write this down, because this has always helped me. These three words, feel, felt, found. And I feel, I feel what you're feeling. And I asked her, Tracy, I feel what you're feeling. Is this what you're feeling? Yeah, it is what I'm feeling. I've felt that before, too. And I told her about a time in 2015 with the company I work for now. I started and ended each day with the words, I hate my job. I felt what you're feeling. And then found. I found this works for me. And it may help you too. And I told her what worked for me. And we discussed Colossians 3.23. And that says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As if working for the Lord and not for men. And I told her how I read a devotional where the Christian psychologist said, don't go looking for meaningful work, but to make the job you're at meaningful. Don't quit the job you have. Make the job you're at meaningful. And what if I looked at my job today as just one more day, just one more chance, one more opportunity to share God's love, not to be a fan of Jesus, there's a lot of people right now who are fans of Jesus. But to be on the team. And I shared with her a devotional I read where a woman worked at a grocery store and she was checking out groceries, scanning groceries. And to the world, to the world, scanning groceries has no value. That's not meaningful work. Grocery store job is mundane. It's meaningless. But what if you brought meaning to being a grocery store clerk? What if you saw each person through God's eyes, every person that came down that lane, and you work with all your heart 
to see each person, hundreds per day, coming through your grocery store lane as an opportunity to be a light in a dark world. Maybe your smile, your compassion, your kindness. Maybe that soothed a hurting heart. Maybe someone felt God's presence right when they needed it most, when they encountered you, right where he wanted you. What if God's glory was your paycheck? Today, right now, in this moment, I don't work for dollars and cents, but for God's glory. Each of us needs all of us. Meaningful work. Don't quit the job you have now. Make the job you have now meaningful. A couple of days after my wife had broke down in tears that she hated her job, I pulled into a gas station with my two kids. We went inside to get an icy. And uh, we were leaving. And a young woman came up to me. And she said, are you Mr. James? Married to Miss James? The teacher at Cusada Elementary? And I said, yes, I am. And she went on to tell me how my wife impacted her life. Fifteen years earlier, in the second grade. And she said, could you tell her that Jada said her last name, said hi, and thank you. And I went home and I told my wife. And right then and there, my wife realized the meaning in her job. Maybe I'm the only version of Jesus a child will see today. Maybe you're the only version of Jesus someone will encounter today. Father God, we just thank you for this morning, God, where we can come together Father, to hear your word. It's our God in all matters of faith and practice. And God, what if today you have plans for me, for us, eternal plans? What if I'm the only version of Jesus someone's going to see? God, you've called us to be your ambassador, the current generation of disciples. We are in the story. We're the final versions of the Bible. The last chapter. God, strengthen us. Encourage us. For your glory. Amen.